Hello, and welcome to PB&J at the Movies. This week, we are talking about our picks for the best and worst movies of 2018, plus the movies that we are looking forward to the most in 2019. I'm Becca. I'm Jeff. And thanks so much for listening. All right, welcome back. Jeff, I'm going to let you get us started tonight. So, I saw quite a few films in theaters this year, so my list is a little bit longer, so I'll start. Also, if you hear any random noise, I am dog-sitting, and I have my new dog (laughs) with me. So, I've got three dogs in the room with us right now, Um, so we might uh, hear some random dog noises as well. And they're fighting over a toy, so... Yes, yes, so we're trying to keep them from doing that. Sawyer. Sawyer. Look, look, look. Look Look at this. Sawyer. Look, look, look. There you go. Okay, hopefully we've got them distracted for a minute, at least. Um, So the first thing I want to do is just run through some honorable mentions that I had. So um, The Sisters Brothers, Won't You Be My Neighbor, Hereditary, Widows, and Mary Queen of Scots. Those are my um, honorable mentions for the year. Um, And then I had, so I had a top 15, so I'm going to go 15 through 11, and then Becca and I will go back and forth for our top 10. Um, My number 15 is A Star is Born. Um, We did our first episode on that one, so you guys know what that's about. I think it'll do really well at the Oscars. Uh, I think Bradley Cooper did a really good job directing, acting. Lady Gaga is amazing. Sam Elliott, so... Original song. Original song. Um, It'll be nominated for Adapted Screenplay, I bet, but... I don't think we'll win, but a lot of good stuff there. Number 14, Bad Times at the El Royale. Um, I really, really enjoyed that movie. Uh, Speaking of which, uh, Cynthia Erivo is in both that and Widows. I think she had a great breakout year, so you should check that out. Uh, 13 is A Quiet Place. I'm going to let Becca talk about that a little bit more in a minute, maybe. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, 12, Mary Poppins Returns. I really enjoyed that movie. I like Emily Blunt quite a bit. I like the music in it. I think we'll see that quite a bit at the Oscars as well. Um, and then number 11, Three Identical Strangers, which was uh, one of three documentaries that's actually on my list this year. Um, and it's kind of terrifying, but I think that everyone should watch it. And I found out that it's at Redbox, so I don't have to wait for it at the library or pay for it on Amazon. Oh, that's awesome. Everyone yeah. go to Redbox. Go to Redbox. I have no idea which Redbox, but a Redbox. <laughs> yes. Um, it's a really fascinating documentary. Yeah. Okay. And that's Mara 15 through 11. Okay. So, Jeff was able to place his top 10 in order of most favorite to least favorite. I couldn't really decide slash didn't take the time to do that, so... Mine are just in order of release date, so just keep that in mind as we talk about these. Um, so the first one on my list is A Quiet Place. It was released back in April, I think, of, mm-hmm. of 2018. And, um, oh my gosh, like talk about, so I'm a big horror movie fan, big suspense thriller fan, and it's, it's really... Um, uncommon to find a movie nowadays that has like an original storyline um in that genre so really enjoyed it I thought that Emily Blunt and John Krasinski did a great job um 
So yeah, that's the first one on my list. And some people are predicting her to get double nominated. Really? Yeah, for supporting and lead. But that's been done before. It has been done before. Yeah. I think the last time by Kate Blanchett. Okay. But that's still impressive if it happens. Um, my number 10 is Boy Erased. Um, I thought it was a great film. Uh, Lucas Hedges, Nicole Kidman, Russell Crowe. Um, it's going to get probably a couple nominations. Nicole Kidman might sneak in for Supporting Actress. Um, I think original song Revelation by Troye Sivan is getting in. Um, and then I think uh, screenplay has a shot mm. of getting in. But I think it was extremely well made. It handled difficult material uh, in a very good way. And I think people should go see it. Mm-hmm. Next on my list that was released next in 2018 was uh, the documentary Won't You Be My Neighbor about Mr. Rogers. Um, extremely well done, very informative, um, made me laugh, made me cry. As you guys might have heard, those are my, that's a big, um, factor in movie, in when I decide if I like a movie is if it can make me do both. And so, um, yeah, I thought it was really well done. So my, uh, number nine is Tully, um, I love Charlize Theron. I don't. I can't remember the last time she was in a movie that I didn't like. Mm-hmm. I even sat through Aeon Flux. Ooh. I know. I never saw it. <laughs> um, I think she's amazing. I think she's one of the best actresses working today. Um, and it's also uh, has to do with mental illness, and I think it's super interesting. Um, and it was kind of unexpected. Twist ending. For sure. Which I love. Uh, I think it came out the end of April or beginning of May, Sometimes which usually we don't see movies like that mm-hmm. then, which is also by A Quiet Place was so unexpected as mm-hmm. well, like you said. Um, I am so totally shocked that it's been so overlooked in awards stuff, although this year is an embarrassment of riches and lead actress, so I do see why she might be getting overlooked for that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, the next on my list... Uh, I guess I kind of skipped through the entire summer, but the next on my list that was was released uh, after Won't You Be My Neighbor was A Star Is Born back in September. Um, as you know, we did an episode on that, but and Jeff just mentioned it, but yeah, the acting was great. Original song, Shallow, I'm obsessed with. Um, so yeah. Um, my number eight is one we saw last night, If Bill Street Could Talk. <laughs> Oh, sorry, the dogs are fighting <laughs> over the bone. Um, so, if Beale Street could talk, um, the acting is amazing. It's Barry Jenkins, um, and he is the director of Moonlight. I actually think this is better than Moonlight. Yeah. It's beautiful. The pacing is a little bit slow. Very slow. A little bit like molasses. <laughs> but um, beautiful. But it's beautifully shot down to, I don't even know if you noticed this, the costuming. Mm-hmm. Like in the very first scene, they're wearing like the inverse of each other yes. with the mustard and the navy. Yep. Um, which I thought was an interesting choice. I loved it could, that. Some people might have thought it was too much. I loved it. I, I liked it. Um, I think the cinematography is amazing. I with think, the music. The score. I know that's going to be what you're talking about. I've been listening to the about. score on Spotify ever since <laughs> last night. It's 
beautiful. Um, I do think Regina King did a wonderful job. I think maybe I've been hearing so much about it and her just being amazing that I might have been a little underwhelmed. Same. It's more of a subtle performance as well, so that could also be why I was underwhelmed a little bit. I think she does an excellent job. She deserves to get nominated. I don't know about winning, but um, she probably will win, but yeah. I think it was a wonderful movie. Yeah. Next on my list that was released next was uh, Beautiful Boy. Um, this one, I think, underperformed at the box office, um, but I still really liked it. Timothy Chalamet, although I think he's kind of been a little typecast so far, um, I think did extremely well showing a teenager battling with addiction and um, Steve Carell as a dad who, you know, struggles with um, trying to help his son versus living his life, I thought did a great job as well. Um, my number seven is uh, Green Book. Um, we did a whole episode on that. I think it's a really interesting story. I think it's a master class in acting um, that we had this year with Viggo Mortensen and Mahershala Ali. Um, I think it's unfortunate the um, issues that Viggo Mortensen has had. Um, I think he would have been a contender to win Best Actor, and now I think he'll just get nominated. Um, but I really enjoyed that movie and the story. Next on my list, uh, we did an episode on this. Was is First Man, um, Damien Chazelle's movie from 2018. Um, Really great film. Uh, acting was was really great. Cinematography was beautiful. So, um, yeah, that's that's on, next on my list. Um, number six on my list is a documentary. Um, this is my favorite of the year. It's RBG, the Ruth Bader Ginsburg documentary. Um, I think it was done excellently. I think also that's one of the reasons that on the basis of sex is underperforming critically. Because people are comparing it to the documentary, and I think the documentary was so well done mm -hmm. that it makes that difficult to come out in the same year. Mm -hmm. And I haven't seen it yet, so don't think, oh, she didn't like that movie. I plan <laughs> on seeing it. Um, next on my list is another one that we did an episode on, Can You Ever Forgive Me? That's my number five, which is the next one we're talking oh, about. Oh, that's perfect. Yes. Um... Melissa McCarthy, Richard E. Grant, just top-notch acting. Um, and I hope she gets nominated. I do, too. She's right on the edge there. I think she's number five or six, so it just depends. Oh, I hope she does. Me, too. Yeah, great Me movie. Me, too. Um, oh, you can go ahead, because I kind of just jumped in on yours. Oh, I think I did it. You did, and then I kind of joined in on yours oh, because right. it's the okay. same movie. <laughs> okay, so next on my list, Jeff just mentioned it, Green Book um, was released next last year. Um, like I said, like Jeff said, it's it's really a shame um, the choices that Viggo Mortensen <laughs> made, but um, yeah, acting was, was great. I liked it a lot more than I thought I would. Um, yeah, it was a really beautiful story. My number four is a small independent film uh, released in Jul uh, June or July called Leave No Trace with Ben Foster and uh, Thomason McKenzie. Um, 
and it's just a story of a veteran with PTSD after the Iraq war and how he kind of uh, takes his daughter and they live in the woods because of his PTSD. Um, and so uh, I just thought it was extremely interesting. Um, it's very well acted. Um, I think it's still at 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. It's on Amazon Prime, so I need to watch it. Um, which is crazy for a movie that came out in June yeah. of this year. Um, it's Deborah Granick is the director. She's the one who did Winter's Bone, mm-hmm. with, uh, which was Jennifer Lawrence's first um, Oscar nomination. So it's kind of that understated style. A lot of scenes shot in the woods and outdoors, just like Winter's Bone. Um, and I thought it was very well done. Next on my list is a little controversial. Um, Roma by Alfonso Cuaron. Um, I know that Jeff and Philip did not like this movie. In fact, I think this movie is in Jeff's bottom five, maybe. I think maybe it is. This yep. might be a yep. foreshadowing. Um, but this was a movie, uh, as you know, Alfonso Cuaron did uh, Gravity, Children of Men, two movies that I really loved. I will say that I like those movies more than this one, but um, this movie was uh, in Spanish, um, and it was shot in black and white. Um, it's also very, very slow. It's, it takes a long time to, to get it off the ground. But I thought it was a really beautiful story about um, a slice of life of a housekeeper in Mexico City during the early 70s. It's actually based on a true story about Alfonso Cuaron's uh, childhood and what he remembers. And um, it's a story about love and loss. And I don't know, I just really liked it. I definitely will agree with you that uh, Children of Men and Gravity are better than (laughs) Roma. I will definitely agree with you on that. They were. They were. Um, Number three is an animated film for me, uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. I was completely shocked by how much I liked this movie. I like the inventiveness of the um, animation that they did, the comic book style of it. Um, I love the tongue-in-cheek with the different um, universes coming together in alternate realities, where they have Peter Porker, who's a pig Spider-Man, and they have a film noir Spider-Man, and I'll stop there in case you haven't seen it and you want to see the other Spider-Men that are in there. The voice acting is great. The story is great. All of it is really good. So I really liked that movie, and it's my number three of the year. Next on my list that came out next was Vice, um, and it's... It's my number two, which I'm talking about next. We'll just talk about it together. Yeah. um, The acting in this was phenomenal. As you've probably... If you haven't seen the movie yet, surely you've at least seen pictures of Christian Bale um, in character. And uh, Christian Bale is one of my favorite actors of all time and his dedication to his craft is always admirable and and so um the fact that he gained i think 40 50 40 plus 50 plus pounds for this um and amy adams was was great in this um uh steve carell as donald rumsfeld was great so 
it was just a really good movie. I like Adam McKay's style. I really liked The Big Short. Um, so yeah, it was it was very depressing. I thought, but I thought it was really funny. It, no, it was, but it's also when you think about it, it's and and, and they do um, preface in the beginning that this they did the best they could as far as <laughs> um, getting the facts straight. So a lot of it is um, exaggerated, of course, but um, yeah, it was really well done. I agree, and this is my number two of the year, um, so this is where I'll talk about it. Um, the only thing I can add to that is I think the supporting cast is amazing in this mm -hmm. film, um, and there's people that just show up randomly mm -hmm. that you don't expect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I won't ruin that for you in case you haven't seen it, but I, it's kind of the same thing that he did in The Big Short. Mm -hmm. He did that as well. Very similar. Um, I really liked it. Yeah. And then last on my list, which probably is is definitely in my top five. Again, I didn't rank them, but um, is Beale Street. Um, if Beale Street could talk, and Jeff's already touched on it. But um, a big thing for me is one thing that I I've always loved about going to the movies is when there's that movie that has, has you know, the imagery and then the perfect music and they come together and it's so beautiful and it brings me to tears. That's what's happened. That's what happened in this movie. There were some scenes that were so beautiful um, that I was just brought to tears. And um, I, you know, that those kind of movies always shoot to the top for me. So um, again, this movie was pretty slow, but it's just a really beautiful love story. Um, so yeah. Really enjoyed it. One more thing I want to say about Bill Street 2 is it probably had my favorite scene oh. of the year. There was a really intense scene in the beginning between some women, and it just kind of makes you want to fist pump. I mean, and it was great. I just laughed the whole time because of the unexpectedness of it. Yes. Um, so there was some really great acting in that scene yep. and writing in that scene, which are the, if you know me at all, those are the two things that I gravitate towards is acting and writing. So uh, that would probably be my favorite movie scene of the year. Um, my number one is the favorite. I know, kind of controversial. I didn't hate it. We did a whole episode on it. Uh, you can listen to that. Um, I absolutely loved that film. I loved the acting. I loved the writing in it. Um, I think as much as Green Book was a masterclass in acting, I think this is a masterclass in acting as well, just done by women. I love the um, imagery of it. I love all the symbolism of it and the showing women as strong and kind of running things and everything extra they have to do to run things, whereas the men are kind of off playing games. So, um... Yeah, that was by far my number one of the year. Okay, agree to disagree. Yes. <laughs> hey, you have Roma. I have Roma. I have the favorite. I get it. So. I get it. Um, okay, so now we can talk about what we felt like were the worst films of 2018. I, mm -hmm. um, as you can imagine, did not see as many movies as Jeff did. Um, I saw around 30-something, and Jeff, I think you said you saw around 50-something, is that right? I think at Final Count it was 59. Okay, very impressive. 
Because I added a couple this weekend. <laughs> okay. Well, I since I saw fewer movies, um, and I I didn't really see some movies because I wasn't impressed with the trailer and I figured I wouldn't like them. So I didn't have a lot of movies on my list that I absolutely hated. My one movie for the year that I thought was probably the worst that came out that I saw was Annihilation with Natalie Portman. It was just, I don't even know really where to begin with that movie. I could tell it was going to be weird from the trailer, but it was all sorts of weird. And when I got done with it, I thought, what did I just watch? So I'm not going to really spoil anything for you, but just know that it's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, okay. She's made some interesting choices because I've heard the same thing about Vox Lux. Oh, Vox Lux does not look good, but... Yeah. So, she's made some interesting choices this year. Um, okay, so I've got a five list here. I also like going to see um, things that I don't think I will enjoy sometimes because uh, I'm weird like that. Uh, my number five of worst of the year is Roma, which Becca's already talked about. It, just, it was just slow. It was very slow. I didn't watch it on the big screen. I watched it at my house. Same. Um, and <laughs> I fell asleep a couple of times. Yeah. It's black and white. There's See, a really subtitles. weird martial arts scene. Okay, I forgot to say that, yes. <laughs> that part I did not enjoy. It was kind of pretty the way it was done, but... It was strange. Um, my number four is The Mule. I feel like this is just an excuse for Clint Eastwood to be homophobic and racist. Um, it was boring and not done well. So, didn't like it at all. Number three is The Nun, a movie I think I saw with Reba. Yeah, I just... <laughs> I had high... I don't know. I was excited about that one and it... Just kind of let me down. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, the second half of the movie, I wasn't scared at all. I was laughing. Yeah. So, it was pretty terrible. Um, number two is a movie I rented this weekend, actually. Uh, Kevin Spacey's last film, uh, Billionaire Boys Club, and it's terrible. It made about $26 at the box office. For real. Like... I'm not exaggerating. Um, it was, and I could see why it was awful. And not because of, there wasn't talent in there. I mean, Kevin Spacey, even though he's had issues, he is an Oscar winner. There's the guy, I can't ever remember his name, from uh, Fault in Our Stars and Ansel Baby Driver. Egert. Yeah, Ansel Egert. Egert. That's right. Um, and then Taryn Edgerton is in there, and there's some other people. Uh, but it was terrible. And then my number one least favorite film of the year is by far Sorry to Bother You. Never I think saw it. one of the reasons it was so terrible is it had been talked up about this. Oh, it's going to be nominated for Oscars. It's so inventive. And it's terrible. It's Who literally it? one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. I can't. Uh, Boots Riley. Who also wrote it. I was like, I can't remember, but it's Boots Riley. I mean, I could tell it, it was super weird from the trailer. That's probably why I never saw it. I thought it was some kind of dark comedy. All the funny parts are in the trailer. And then it's all kinds of weirdness in the movie. And there's really great people that I like in it. I like Wiki Stanfield. I like Tessa Thompson. I like Army Hammer. Um, but, oh my goodness. And if you are offended at all by nudity, you probably should not watch this film. Yikes. 
Um, I am not offended by nudity, and I was kind of offended by this film's nudity. Oh, wow. So, <laughs> Becca knows that I'm not offended by nudity no. in a movie, and I was kind of offended by this. So, okay. just giving, putting that out there. So, yeah. Um, those are our maybe, worst of the year. Maybe some movies to avoid. Yeah. <laughs> However, we encourage you to go see them, though, and, and tell us what you thought. Um... So the next part of this podcast episode, we would like to talk about movies that are coming out this year, 2019, that we're super pumped about. So to start off, like there's a bunch of sequels that people are looking forward to that are coming out this year. We've got a new Star Wars coming out. We've got um, the new Avengers is coming out. We've got Captain Marvel which is coming out. And then there's a ton of movies that are just like the fifth and sixth and things that we don't really need. Like there's Frozen 2 and Shrek 5 and Fast and the Furious 8. And I tried to stay away from those kind of things because I'm tired of them. Yeah. So um, a couple that I'm interested in, I'll just run through real quick. Uh, The Irishman, which is the Netflix film that Martin Scorsese is directing, Robert De Niro, gang movie... Al Pacino's in it. Um, I think that sounds really interesting. Yes. And could be really well done. Um, uh, you Are My Friend, which is right now the title of the Mr. Rogers movie where Tom Hanks is playing Mr. Rogers. So I excited. I don't know if I'm just excited because I love Tom Hanks and I love Mr. Rogers. Um, some of the picture photos I've seen from that look a little bit zonky, but... Yeah, I'm really hoping he can nail the voice. We'll see. Um, There's a movie called Wendy that's being directed by Ben Zeitlin, who who directed Beast of the Southern Wild. That was the last film he did. Got a lot of Oscar attention. It's kind of a um, retelling of Peter Pan and Wendy and what happens when they're on the island. And they uh, have to... They start growing up unexpectedly. So it's kind of a fantastical one there that I think should be interesting. Um, and then a couple of cast is really interesting to me. So things that I like with that. Um, one is Knives Out by Ryan Johnson, who his last film was The um, Last Jedi, Star Wars film. Um, the cast for this sounds crazy. Daniel Craig, Christopher Plummer, Lakeith Stanfield, Tony Collette, Jamie Lee Curtis, Chris Evans, Michael Shannon, um, and Catherine Langford. It's described as like a, a modern murder mystery told in a traditional way. That's all we really know about it, but I think that sounds really interesting, and I think he did a really good job with The Last Jedi, so I think that could be good. Another one that could be really good, or a train wreck, um, I'm, I'm going to list the cast first and then tell you what it is. Uh, Thomas Hooper is directing this. Starring Idris Elba, Ian McKellen, James Corden, Judy Dench, Rebel Wilson, Jennifer Hudson, Taylor Swift, Lay Twins from World of Dance. I don't know if you've seen them. They're amazing dancers. And then Jason Derulo is the cast of this film. So it could be really good or a train wreck. But it's uh, Cats. They're making the Broadway musical Cats into a movie. 
I can't picture this at all, but <laughs> I'm here for it. Um, I if it's anything just, like Les Mis, then I'm here for it. I mean, he did a wonderful job with Les Mis, mm-hmm. and then uh, you know he won Best Picture with um, The King's Speech, mm-hmm. and I think Best Director for that as well. So, you know, he's all about that. Um, and if it is a big train wreck, it'll be an entertaining big train wreck. And then the last one I'm super excited about is Greta Gerwig is uh, directing like the hundredth rendition of um, Little Women. Um, so I'm really excited about that. Um, but mostly because of the cast, she is working with some of her people from um, Lady, Bird. Lady Bird, Saoirse Ronan, uh, Timothy Chalamet, she's adding Chris Cooper, Bob Odenkirk, Emma Watson, Meryl Streep, Laura Dern. That cast just sounds amazing to me. Um, I love Little Women. I haven't liked some of the renditions that we've had of it. I like the original. I like the 90s version. Um, not a fan of this last one that actually came out this year. <laughs> um, last year, yeah. Or last year, yeah, yeah, at this point. But I think that could be super good. It comes out Christmas 2019. Yeah. So... I'm looking forward to several of those on Jeff's list. I wanted to add a few more. So Jordan Peele, as you know, who, yes. d- who did Get Out, is coming out with a new movie this year called Us. And it looks really freaky. Um, I know it's going to be good because it's Jordan Peele. I just, it's definitely like the trailer makes me uncomfortable. So I know that this movie will be crazy. Um, it involves scissors, <laughs> and it just looks really weird. I encourage you to go watch the trailer if you haven't seen it yet. I'm also super excited about this. The only reason I didn't talk about it was because I knew you were going to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm excited about it because it's also very psychologically... Yeah. Like, it looks like a psychological thriller. For sure. And I love those. Um... Uh, Godzilla, King of Monsters is coming out. I can't really tell if this is going to be terrible or not. Um, I liked the first one. I probably shouldn't have put this on my list. No, it's fine. I I put this Cats thing and it's probably going to be a disaster. Well, we don't know. Yeah, so I don't know. I'll go see Godzilla. I've got Toy Story 4 on here. I'm a big believer uh, in the fact that I think that they should have just Left it with number three because sure. it was so perfect. But I read that, um, you know, the writers said that they would not create a fourth one unless they were absolutely positive that it could bring something to the story. So, I don't know. We'll see what they got. Um, I really hope it doesn't ruin the franchise. Um, there's another Annabelle movie coming out this year. Um, I, like I said, I, I am a big fan of horror. Uh, I was very disappointed with The Nun, though, so we'll see if this Annabelle movie is any good. Um, and then there's two movies that I'm most excited about. One of them is Quentin Tarantino's new movie, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, um, which is going to be his take on the Manson murders. Yes. Um, Brad Pitt, Leonardo DiCaprio in it. Uh, They play, I think, one of them plays like a washed-up actor. The other one maybe plays a detective. Um, Margot Robbie uh, plays Sharon Tate. 
Um, Those photos of her. Yeah. Spot on. Yes. So, super excited about that. As you know, with Tarantino, there's going to be... There's going to be some gore, but... It's about the Manson murders. It, that's, so. I mean, you got to expect that in either way. Um, another movie I'm super excited about is The Joker coming out with Joaquin Phoenix. Um, my husband, Clark, is a huge comic book nerd. Um, neither one of us were very impressed with Jared Leto's uh, Joker performance in Suicide Squad. In fact, I thought Suicide Squad was just a big flop. Um, and so... Joaquin Phoenix, though, I pretty much love most things that he's in. And just the stuff that I've seen so far, I think it's going to be really good. Um, it's done by Todd Phillips, who did The Hangover. So that should be interesting. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm excited about it. And then three that we were going to talk about are the live adaptations mm -hmm. of some Disney movies coming out. You've got Aladdin, you've got Dumbo, and you've got Lion King. I think the most hype probably will be with Lion, Lion King. King. Um, Dumbo, I told Jeff, I can't see it. I can't even watch the original. I just I get too sad. It's too sad for me. So That's the one I'm actually looking forward to the most. Um, out of those three. I, I, I know. I, I know, know you can't. You'll just have to okay. tell me about I'll it. I'll tell you about yeah. it. Um, I'm, I think the trailer looks super interesting. I um, can't even watch the trailer. And then Aladdin. You know. I'm There's a lot of hype behind it. I, I will see it. I'm just not. I mean, just not. It wasn't one of my favorite Disney movies. So. Mm -hmm. um, we just have to mention those coming out this year because... Yeah, but I think I agree with everyone else. I think I'm most excited about The Lion King. Mm -hmm. So, um, but yeah, that's kind of what's coming out on the horizon. I think 2019 um, is going to be a good year for movies. I think so too. We'll do a couple more and then we might take a hiatus after award season. And then <laughs> yeah. Come back to yes. recording. For sure. All right, so those were our picks for best and worst of 2018 and most exciting for 2019. We'd love to hear your feedback. Do you agree with us? Do you disagree with us? What do you think? Uh, please send us an email to pbandjatthemovies at gmail.com. That's the letters P-B-A-N-D-J at the movies at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks so much for listening.